0: Live. Do it live. Yeah, we'll do it live. Welcome everybody to the Between Two Wheels podcast. Stage five going live today once again. Gave no, no warning. Um, stage five it delivered a real snoozer and something you don't often see in the Tour de France. No breakaways. It's not really much of an attempt. Uh, Julian Alaphilippe he he wins a bottle. And loses the overall the yellow jersey to Adam Yates. We'll talk about that. The sprinters they get less and less chances to still remain to take a sprint. And a climber wins a sprinting stage. Eh, well, all today at the, some things that make you the rider of the week or the rider of the day. And how do you get your Tour de France media feel? Well, hey, hey, uh, this is one option you have, right? The Between Two Wheels podcast. That's one way you have to get your feel of the Tour de France every day. Well, it's not going to be every day. Today's Thursday. No, today, yeah, today's Thursday. I'm going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus because I've got to take my son up to college. And um, then the tour has a rest day anyway. But we're hitting the Pyrenees and it's pretty exciting. Um, but what you can do is you can click on that little button, subscribe, maybe share the show with someone. I think it, it as I've said before, it, it absolves you of all your coronavirus ills. Kurt, Kurt Mills joins in. He says, huh? Um, I don't know what that means. Tour to France, Kurt so thanks for joining us and um we'll, we'll talk about a few things here going on um recap <clears throat> stage sort four it was really exciting um a few notes of that uh, Nyro Quintana was very solid I thought he did a, a, an amazing job of being up there he looked a little bit spry and uh he's looking good and you know he had had that crash earlier um thursday what what day is today is Wednesday. thank you <laughs> that's what he's saying it's been a look at this hair I need a haircut it's been a rough week um I mean I had a uh, fun time up at Lake Tahoe riding with the guys and um, it's rough getting back into work and then having to realize you got to uh, do it all over again another short week. Um, anyway Nairo is gold um, Inios Grandeliers or whatever they are they were not so good. Uh, Yates and Chavez looked very good I thought. Sepp and Wout, need we say more on both of those uh, Pino, Bardet, Bernal they all were less than impressive a little bit uh, need to do a little bit of work. Um, I said, Guillaume Martin looked well. He was also he's coming. EF, the the new team leader. of Iran did well up there. The, the new team, they are leading the team cat classification as well. He even saw T.J. Van Garderen um, do a little work. You know, EF, kind of the place American writers go to die at least their career. Um, anyway, so wow, let's let's talk a little bit of a recap. Uh, Walt Vennard, he explained afterwards uh, from yesterday's that he had not expected to play such a pivotal role on the first summit finish of the race, but he wound up filling in for George Bennett. Uh, It was not agreed, and this is what he said, it was not agreed that I would go along that long, Wout said. Um, According to Het Nussblatt, the intention was that Bennett and Cuss would assist the leaders on the uphill, but I was in the front at the start of the climb while the rest weren't really visible. Those two always have a bit of trouble with positioning, and it wouldn't have been good to leave Primoz and Tom alone. Cuss did come, but I didn't see him at first. Then I made the decision to stay with Tom and Primos. It was interesting because I was watching that live, and I've watched it a few more times over. Yeah, uh, Sep is nowhere to be found. And then at one point, uh, the road's kind of bending, and guys are suffering. Um, and I'm thinking Polonk was on the front, and all of a sudden you see Sep just kind of dancing around. He finds his way, and he's right up there and uh, easily gets into position. And once again, once I uh, really liked how that went. Okay, some stage five overview. A uh, boring, boring day on tap today, uh, but a good finish, and we'll we'll go over that. Um, how about see if see if we can resolve some of these issues that we've had before, where um, I'm trying to add in some, um, uh, basically Jonathan Scriven doing his his recap, and uh, let's see if we're able to do uh, the, the route description with Jonathan Scriven. Okay, so stage five. Let me know if you hear the uh, let's see, gap. So this is one where I don't have a lot of personal knowledge. This is basically a uh, sort of a getting out of the mountains kind of stage. Okay. Uh, do you uh, know gap- what do you know about gap and for okay. I know my, my my take on gap from the tour is yeah. it always feels like a transition stage. So yes, it must be it kind of a, that flat area and they're either coming to it or leaving it okay. kind of in that transition area. Yeah. I'll talk about that. Cause I, I know more about the city than this particular state. So, so gap is literally a gap in a couple <laughs> of big mountains. And so it is relatively flat when you get to uh, the town itself, but it is like a bowl surrounded by mountains. So to get yeah. out and to get in, you've either got to find the the one or two uh, gaps that go through the mountains, or you're going up and over. All right, so we're it doing very it again. Much so is no, often no sound a on transition that again. I, I the am Alps having all of- kinds of crappy. Uh, details on that. So Gap, <laughs> once again, Vin Zimney says, no sound, no, sir. I thought I resolved these issues. <clears throat> I did not. I'm using uh, crappy stuff. So tell you what, we are going to play, this is the finish uh, coming into stage five. I'm going to uh, play uh, the sound on, actually, uh, let's go with uh, the sound on the, the finish for the last game. Single one of them, exceptional. Jasper de Boost is a lead out man for Caleb Ewan. Can he do it again? Sunweb uh, riders beginning to peel off now. case Ball though still has two to go. Uh, 580 metres. He's still got two lead-out men. If this is uh, delivered as they want it to be, Case Ball is going to unle- unleash a very powerful sprint, but they're all lined up on his wheel. Well Van Art is getting involved in the yellow jersey. Van Art is going to be sprinting. Now we, we didn't expect that. So Van Art will be a real problem here for the other riders, and most specifically for case Ball. The Belgian on the wheel of the Dutchman. Case Ball then on the left hand side of the road. Walk Van Aert though, on the right, those two riders going clear. Bennett battling for position. Ball van Aert, Van Aert. It. Well, it was exceptional. Never happened before, right? All right, so that was, a, that was a pretty good finish that we had there. Um, maybe we get to go a, also a little bit of video from Tiz Cycling and uh, see if we can get that as well. And uh, it was just interesting because you had um, uh, the teams all lined up, you had Bennett coming in there, you had uh, as you heard, you had Sagan, uh, Caleb Ewing. I'm not sure why it was such a problem for. Uh, as an example for Caleb Ewing, um, he yesterday he made you know a big show that he was going to um, actually see if we can get here that he was going to uh, that he moved back and was able to. Um, get a really good push on at the end, Uh, but as you can see here, he is not uh, quite up in the front. Caleb Ewing back, he's he's behind his lead out man, maybe seven or eight back, but this has a twist and a turn to it on the finish, and with that, um, you don't need to be back so far. Yesterday, you had a big headwind, so you have Case Bowl coming in through. Look at, wow, third place here ahead of Sagan. Sagan with no kick whatsoever, and Wout just destroys everybody. Who's the uh, Mitcheson? Maybe Mesget up there, maybe Toins, and um, not the best you've seen. Um, everybody so what you have then is a Wout Hole, Wout Vanders ends up ends up being getting the win. A very strong Sam Bennett uh, comes out in third place. And with this third our second place and with that second place, he was also took a, a bonus along the way in the sprint. So he's going to take uh, the green jersey away from Sagan at this point. Uh, and, you know, Sagan, just not looking quite the, the guy that he had been before. Um, results, Chris, uh, it was Wout Vennert, Sam Bennett, and who cares? Who cares? It was, it, was, <laughs> it was after that. Um, what we also saw, though, was there was an illegal feed. So... Evidently in the last uh, 20k, you're not supposed to take a bottle and you had Philippe ended up taking a bottle in the last like 17k And with that he ended up getting uh, DQ'd or, or, or a time bonus a time penalty which put then Adam Yates in the yellow jersey now um, His team did a lot of work today, and this is the thanks they get so well done there um, he did not Not only did Bennett not get the win, but he then he loses the yellow jersey and you, you know you wonder is Lefevre going to be uh, all up in arms, and what are those quick Quickstep fanboys thinking at this point? Are they are they laying blame? It is interesting to kind of see that the French, you know, look the UCI jury is not necessarily just made up of French. It's you know people from all over the world, so they're going to enforce this rule. Now I had mentioned before that I thought not the race, Chris says, on results of the motorbike check. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know that I had mentioned yesterday that I felt that uh, Alaphilippe um, you don't want him in the lead coming around uh, the the rest day stage nine because if they do a bunch of coronavirus checks and it's deciding that it's done if he's in the lead I think you're more apt for them to just cancel it say we're good to go and You know he's the winner. So if he's not in the lead, well, then you uh, at least maybe they want to continue on until he at least can get in the lead. So with Adam Yates up there, um, it also brings into Adam Yates, what was your true intention of this tour? You said you were going to go for stage wins. You've obviously been able to ride pretty good. That stage two, uh, you're you're not really going for the win on stage two, and yet. Um, getting, uh, you know, pushing to the finish eh, It's all about time. Uh, kind of easy. No French conspiracies, I guess. Uh, no, none, none at all. Um, climber wins a sprint. So yesterday, let's just talk about Wout. Wout Van Ert, um, he's been cra- climbing incredibly as of late, as I indicated there, are his comments on stage four. He, he said, hey, uh, Sepp and Bennett weren't there. So I just went and he went from the bottom till about 1.8 K to go when Sep was uh, exceptional. Now, Sep only had to go for about a kilometer. And you think, oh, he only po- pulled for a kilometer. But it was a <clears throat> much higher pace, and he had had to hold on up until that point. There's a lot of people that couldn't. TJ, where was TJ van Garderen? Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't there to help his guys. Uh, but wow, he uh, was climbing incredibly at the Dauphiné. We saw that. Stage two of the Tour de France, he uh, also was climbing uh, pretty well that day. Uh, stage four, he we saw what uh, all that is. So let's look at... Uh, and then why is it, he's he, so all, what am I saying here is he's there for a team role. So you didn't actually expect him. And actually, one of the commentators I saw there, oh, Wout's uh, up in the front, kind of a surprise. Well, yes, it is because um, he hadn't been going for any of the sprints. You know, you think he could, Chris had said yesterday, um, and I'd reported it out that, um, you know, uh, Sagan could, uh, I said Sagan was going to win the green jersey without even trying. And he's like, well, uh, Wout. Uh, could be winning the green jersey, but he's not because he's being this ultimate teammate. Um, but you saw him in stage one. He was in position for the sprint coming in the last K. That that crash at 3K and at the 1K, he kind of all got swarmed. And with that swarm, he just kind of sat up and he had made the comments too that he um, he didn't feel safe about it. He was just a little bit nervous, so he didn't go for the win. He was like 34th that day all around uh, Primos and his team. Um, Stage two he's there on the climb and he's probably you know uh, Greg Van Avermont ends up winning the bunch sprint which could have been I mean you think um, with enough riders there Jumbo could have pulled that back uh, with Alaphilippe and Yates on the flat and actually given uh, Wout a win But he had helped Tom Dumoulin from his crash, so he had helped him pick him back up So he wasn't even in the in the mix for for that Uh, Stage three it looked like he was once again going to be in there But I think he hit a roundabout or something and went and crashed down 3k or more to go so he wasn't in the mix for stage three as well. Uh, stage four, look, he's not the best climber in the world, so he wasn't able to compete with his teammate. And then stage five, he finally gets a chance to uh, be at the front. Perfect position. I mean, yesterday we saw, you know, the wind, or it was it two days ago, uh, where the wind was really pushing against the riders, and Caleb Ewing was able to squirt and squeeze his way through uh, due to the headwind really coming fast. But today it didn't look like there was a wind problem. So why not be on the front? Caleb Ewing, what are you doing on, you know, a seven, or eight back? You had a lead out guy still, and at inside 300 meters to go, you were not up there um, at all looking to, look, this is going to be a short show today, I'm just letting you know, because I got, I got shit to do. I had court this morning, um, and then um, I got, like I said, it's Thursday, no, Chris, it's Wednesday. Uh, Kurt and I'm going to be uh, taken off so uh, I've got I got a little things to do so I just thought we'd uh, go over some stuff but what are your um, <clears throat> what are some media options for the tour I, I'm personally I'm watching it on the NBC Gold app what's great about that and I'm just going to give some, some different things here but um, on the app itself on the phone it comes up real quick Quick and easy, you can use it on your computer. I put it on Roku on the TV as well. What's cool though, if you watch it on the computer, it's pretty much like the tour tracker that you've seen with uh, the Tour California or Tour Utah. It gives all the profile breakdown, the who's in the brakes, and so it gives you some extra details. They're pretty cool for that. I know there's flow bikes out there. I just think the cost is a bit more, but you know, you can look at all the different races. You get NBC. I pay like sixty bucks or fifty six for the year, and with that, I get the whole Vuelta. I get a few other things. So, and then um, there's the pirate feeds. There's your TIS Cycling. If you are concerned about uh, someone attacking your computer, you might not want to use that, but it's not so bad. And then um, some VPN options. If you have, you know, one of Eurosport or some other ones, um, ITV and Eurosport are the big ones over there. Uh, what about some podcasts and YouTube? Um, Bike racing next month in Florida. Yeah, this we're talking about the tour here, is in, uh, Tucker. Uh, get with it. Yeah, I did see that. So it uh, looks like Bagley and I guess Tucker, you're gonna be going to Florida and doing some bike racing. So it looks like uh, Florida has opened up for that. He looked great in the climbing stage, setting tempo. Take it back. Who did? Who looked great? Uh, I think Wout did, uh, is that what you're saying? Um, or TJ, you're talking about TJ Van Garderen? All right. Be more specific, because by the time I get this, this these comments, Kurt, i um, a little behind time. Uh, yeah. Mark Tucker says bike racing in Florida next month. Um, we will, we will acknowledge all that. Um, okay. So let's talk about some podcasts that I check out. And, and if you guys have anything else uh, that you, you look at here, I'd like to see it and, and listen to it. Uh, the cycling podcast It's the, you know, the big one out there. They, they put out a good show. It's, uh, Richard Moore, Lionel Bernie, Daniel Free, but Daniel's working with ITV. So they're bringing a French all so Thomaso in there. He gives a little French flavor, they're pretty good. They put out, you know, a daily show about an hour. They also do like a kilometer zero one, this little special stuff. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, ITV, they, they've been doing the Tour de France in, in Europe, in, in the UK uh, since like the 80s, early 80s. Um, they've got Ned Bolting, Chris Boardman, Dave Miller, Pete Connick, and uh, Matt Rendell. And They're a bit much uh, time, but it's a pretty short little podcast. And what I played the intro there of of The Call at the End with Matt Rendell and David Miller, um, they they do a really good job um, as far as calling the race as well. Uh, Cycling Tips, Kaylee Fretz, um, Mickey Abbey, I think that's Tom Squeen's fiancé, Dane Cash, and then some English bloke that you can't ever understand. Um, So it's kind of a two-English podcast, uh, as I call it, uh, real English. And then um, it's not even the Queen's English, what he speaks. It's more... I don't know, it's something else. Um, then there's the move. It's, it's Lance Armstrong's podcast with uh, JB uh, Hayward or something and um, uh, George Hincapie and then uh, sometimes uh, uh, Brunil Johan Brunil comes in there. Um, if you like watching the QVC channel mixed with some cycling, you'd love this because that's all, I checked it out last night. Literally the first seven minutes are all him hawking products. Then about 20 minutes in, you start to get more and more products. God bless you. That's pretty, that's nice. But uh, you know, at least Joe Rogan, when you w- listen to a podcast of his it's three hours and he just fills the first eight minutes with all his his ads and stuff, where this is just continuously all throughout and they have all their little product placements. So uh, they sh- maybe they should call it the move product show podcast. Cause that's all he's doing. He's just moving product. I get it, Lance, you gotta pay those bills. You gotta pay those lawsuits. Um, and it's frustrating because I actually want, a George Hincapie is there ready to talk cycling. And then Lance is BSing about, I don't know, his glory days and something else. And you know, they have a potential of so much good insight. And uh, I feel it's really, it's, it's horrible. Is it horrible? It's not good to watch. It's not good to listen to. Yet they're the number one podcast out there. Feeling jealousy. Maybe, maybe that's, that's what we have here. And then the, the between two uh, wheels podcast. So F you all. And let's see what you, um, Badium just, I don't know what that means. Got a FF seven minutes in. I don't know what, what I got. Let's sponsor shout outs on the beach. 2 n Lance spends 20 minutes on Patron Tequila. Yes. This podcast is okay. Uh, I like Lance's podcast recaps of the Tour de France. Thanks. Um, Thanks you guys. At least, <laughs> at least you guys are tuning in here for, for what we have here. Um, how about some uh, fines so far? Well, we saw the big one today with Ala Philippe. So Ala Philippe got uh, fined. Uh, I'm sure he'll get fined. And I wonder if Sepp is going to get fined for he wrecked 20k to go and he was trying to bring up uh, back to the group and he was sitting on a little bit. Stage two, um, they didn't they haven't updated it here for anybody other than Kacard. Uh, stage three, Diego Rosa. So um, the, the four the, the source I'm looking at uh, they're a bit behind on that how about uh, a few other things a world's world's championships um, they've announced that they're going to have it in Imola and it's an Italian motor racing circuit it offers safe haven for compact elite only races so the juniors and the u23 world championships will not be awarded in 2020 and this is uh this always confirms or the, you know what Mark Tucker and a bunch of these other guys have said about uh, your actual jerseys that you're wearing you, you just get a is it extended for another year is it legal since they haven't had the championships for you to to continue to wear it is alex howe still wearing the american flag on his jersey that we don't know Uh, by the way got to get on board on that product placement game yeah i would so um here is i I support my own show uh coffee oh that's amazing keurig coffee (laughs) Um, Tom Dumoulin He said he expected more Tom Dumoulin I want to be better Than this at the Tour de France This is what he said After this stage yesterday I just wasn't good I was between hanging And strangling That's what it says Strangling Not, not straggling um, Strangling I don't know if That's uh, Anyway I could only just keep up Dumoulin told uh, NOS afterwards I didn't come to the Tour For that I want to be better than this I wasn't so great today It was A fantastic day For the team But as far as I'm concerned It's Oh, I had hoped for more. Uh, this is what I love about uh, Tom Dumoulin. He tends to say what's on his mind. <clears throat> you know, we had talked about this before when he was saying that he, uh, Sepp Kuss is a decent American because he's not a, a big mouth. Tom Dumoulin's a big mouth. I don't know if a big mouth or just he just says what he he said he thinks. And actually, I appreciate that. Um, so, what have we got coming up? Let's look at uh, Lance. Is really good at this sort of stuff. Um, what sort of stuff are you talking about, uh, Kurt? Let's see what else. What world's not in Portland? No, it's not important. Um, sorry to burst your bubble on where worlds is going to be for this next year. And it's gonna be right held right after uh, the tour. So um, it will be, I think the week after. So if people were talking before, is there going to be still an option for uh, like a Roman, uh, a Rohan Dennis or some of those and uh, yeah, evidently yes um let's take a look at the stage coming up here so we've got today was <clears throat> scroll through here we're going to have stage six tomorrow latille to mont aguel i don't know how to pronounce that look for our jonathan scriven uh, definitions for all those things uh nibbly to win worlds chris flower says oh okay good um it's got a kick up at the finish so they come up to a cat three Uh, They barely have a descent then they head up to a cat one like immediately at the one seventy seven point five kilometer point There's a flattened section for about five kilometers and then they have the final ramp up to the finish and I don't know how bad that is, but that's that's tomorrow on Thursday Friday, it's uh, got a cat three some some sprints in there a cat three and then downhill to the finish to LeVar. I believe I would say that's probably one more chance for sprinters. But once again, today you didn't see any any people trying to uh, break away. So that was uh, a little bit interesting here. And let's see what this uh, says. John Mills says, Lance holds grudges against Hamilton and Landis, yet wants us to forgive him. Excellent point. And um, yes, he does. Um, by the way, we'll... Um, <laughs> come back to that, but it's, if you have watched the Lance 30 for 30, since we're, we're ripping on him and I have no problems doing that. Uh, that's exactly, he's talking about, uh, was there any changes you would make? And he's like, no, look, all these bad decisions I made were perfectly in line with me being the person I am today and helped me, you know, I wouldn't be formed the way I am if I hadn't gone through these struggles and learned all my, you know, from my, my bad deeds and all that stuff. And then they're like, you know, um, what about uh, you know? So your life isn't that great, and he's like, "Well, no, I'm not that piece of shit, Floyd, Floyd Landis. I could wake up being that piece of ass every day." So yes, John, uh, great point, and um, he continues to live uh, live the dream of being the kind of douche that he is. Okay, um, stage seven. We talked about stage eight. This is where we start getting into the Pyrenees, and with um, with our venture into the uh, with our venture into the Pyrenees, we're also going to have. Uh, no mountaintop finishes. So this is the first one here, the Col de Mente, uh, a Cat 1, an HC, I think the first HC of the Puerto Baños. And I think Scriven had talked about that. That was a chain gate. So they'd come down over chain gate and come into the finish. But now they go up the Col de Pereira after that and then uh, have a finish. So it's similar to kind of that day. But I think the, the, the Bios, uh was the finish climb that day uh, of chain gate. So a Cat HC and a Cat 1 and then a descent screaming down to the finish uh, see if we everyone can hold on, and uh, there we have that. Then Saturday, i um, sorry, Sunday, uh, immediately a, a tiny little cat four, cat one up the Horse, and then the Sude on the cat three, which just is a continuation of that, really. Um, small cat three, a cat one, and then some petering down to the finish of the Col de Marie Blanc. Col de Marie Blanc, uh, famous, and then we'll have a rest, rest stage uh, coming up on the Monday. Um, Col de Marie Blanc. Famous, uh, all these are, you know, some of the soudais, but it's, you're not, uh, the way that they're pitching them here, they're really, really backloading everything up to have uh, kind of the excitement and the drama that we're going to have in the last week of the tour in the Alps, because that's where you're going to have some of these ridiculous uh, climbs and some of these ridiculous stages. <clears throat> so that's what we have coming up. Um, how about the ride or the rider of the week? It's got to be. Got to be Wout Venner, right, with what he did yesterday, following up with a stage win today. And how about that Adam Yates doing everything he could today to claw back the four seconds he needed to get, get the GC win and uh, the overall, so he's he's in the league. Um, pretty exciting for the Yates boys. I mean, they've been the lead in the, the Giro, they've been in the lead in the uh, Vuelta, and now they've got uh, a lead in the Tour de France. And I say they because it's sometimes hard to figure out who's who. Right? Maybe, maybe that wasn't Adam today. Maybe that was, you know, Simon, they're not in the same tour. Maybe they're doing that twin doping where one takes over, then the other takes over. And uh, we really don't know what's going on. Anybody, any other comments uh, from anybody? Uh, Brian Zimney says, less sponsor shout outs on B2W. Lance spends 20 minutes on Patron Tequila. I may have already talked about that. And uh, I do agree. He, um, well, he spends times talking on things that he um, is highly involved in. And look, this wasn't anything really for me to um, be bashing Lance on okay kind of um it was just frustrating I, there's it's so much potential of you you watch this and you're like oh i'm gonna get some great insight because george has all these connections and it's good and uh, it's fun to hear the banter i don't mind that i just don't care to hear about aura and power dot although power dot i do have and I, I do enjoy it a lot so um hope everyone has a good time nibbly to win worlds and yeah, will yates wear the yellow given how he won it um you know that's a that's a damn fine question. We'll put it up on the screen so people can see. Uh, will, wait to, we'll wait. will Yates wear, wear yellow, given how he won it? Um, okay, so sometimes you will um, see uh, what it's. Simon Yates is Adam's Chimera. You know what? You, you understand the Chimera thing, right? Uh, speaking of uh, holding grudges and, and stuff, Hamilton claimed he had a vanishing twin, Chimera. Thank you, uh, Zimni, for reminding me of this. Um, a vanishing twin as when he got caught in 06, uh, with the, on the volta in the, in the, um, Olympics. Um, John meal said Yates will wear uh, yellow to avoid getting fined. Exactly. So they they would definitely find you for doing it. They want someone, they need someone in yellow. This actually happened back. If you remember Dave Zabriskie had the yellow Jersey with CSC comes in on the team time trial, crashes out, Lance ends up having the yellow Jersey. And he said, Hey, due to a my my good old needle pal, I'm not going to uh, wear the jersey the next day. And the tour said you will be heavily fined to the point where time deductions and whatever else. So Lance wore the yellow. Yes, you're right, John. He will be wearing the yellow jersey as I would suspect he should be because we kind of need that. Hey everyone, uh, thank you for joining in today, the Between Two Wheels podcast, quick episode, live edition. Maybe we'll throw one on when I'm on the road. Maybe maybe um, maybe we'll be able to do that. Um, wheels podcast check us out on facebook we're posting out stuff there our youtube channel obviously those here and we also have an instagram and a twitter page anyway thank you everybody for being part of this take care